Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. I'm Kevin Sidik Lim, the host of Convert Central, and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Central, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we plan for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. And welcome back to Convert Central. Uh, as you can hear, probably a different voice. My name is Abbas. I'm actually one of the members of uh, Convert Central. And joining me today will also be our brother Adil, who is also one of our members here. Uh, so the reason why we're here, uh, we're here today instead of our usual director is that we have a very, very special guest today. So this guest has actually been on our podcast the most, actually, uh, of everyone who's actually been on the podcast before. Uh, you've probably heard him before. Uh, you've probably seen him on uh, Suvia as well. So he's none other than our director, um, Brother Kevin Siddiq Lim. Hi, Assalamualaikum everybody. Uh, I'd just like to point out that you get to also see uh, Abbas at, on Surya as well when you see the feature. So uh, <laughs> this Ramadan has been pretty busy for Convert Central. We've been featured here and there. So hope that you guys can uh, benefit from our sharings from different platforms and podcasts. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Okay, so uh, today we are actually back on our last uh, episode of What Doa Speaks to Me. So we have actually had nine converts, you know, sharing their favorite du'as. So usually we will ask our, our convert to actually share a little bit more about their, their convert journey. Uh, but I think for Brother Kevin, we're going to keep it for another episode. Uh, so maybe I can just share with us a little bit more, like when, when do you convert? Like how many years uh, have you converted? Like, you know, and uh, probably, you know, how, how has your Ramadan been so far? Right, okay. I just realized that uh, in the past one and a half years, Convert Central has been here. I not really actually formally shared my story before. So it was like a first time for everything, right? I became a Muslim in 2018 when I was 20 years old. So uh, no points for counting and guessing what age I am now. I actually started fasting one year before uh, I took my Shahada. So I, I think this is my fourth year of fasting. So every Ramadan has been different for me. And actually very, very different uh, for my past previous three and up to my current one. And uh, I think I, every Ramadan, I've been learning a lot. And I, I love Ramadan. Uh, it's something that I look for every year. And as, as Ramadan progresses, I start to get more and more sad and because it's leaving. And, and then after that, I spend the next half a year yearning for Ramadan again. So Alhamdulillah, Ramadan has been so special for me. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I think, I think like most of us now, I think hearing this, you know, we're almost reaching the end of Ramadan. Uh, inshallah, we would have caught Laila to Qadar as well. Uh, but, you know, don't stop. And now it's still in Ramadan. So still keep on going, everyone. All right. So, Kevin, can you share with us what's your favorite dua and why? So, uh, my favorite dua is Ya muqallib al-kulub, sabbit qalbi ala dinik. Ya muqallib al-kulub, sabbit qalbi ala dinik. Ya muqallib al-kulub, sabbit qalbi ala dinik. All right. So, which means O changer of heart, or O turn of heart, strengthen my heart upon your religion. So, mashallah, I think that is a really amazing du'a. Uh, I think a lot of us as well, you know, has probably heard that du'a before. Uh, and it is really, really one of the most special du'a, especially. One of our mothers, uh, Um Salama, which is the wife of the Prophet, وسلم, was asked, you know, what was the du'a that the Prophet actually said most frequently when he was with you? She said this particular du'a, right? O tenor of hearts, you know, strengthen my heart or set my heart firm upon your religion. So, Um Salam was asking, you know, why, why would you, you know, of, 
all person actually ask this, right? Uh, someone who is actually, you know, the Prophet Sallallahu right? So you would think that this, this kind of dua is only for people who have weak faith, right? But he actually, Sallallahu replied that say, Om, Om Salama, verily there is no human being, but that his heart is between two fingers of the fingers of Allah. So whomever he wills, he makes steadfast and whoever he wills, he calls to deviate. You know, so this is why actually in our in our dua as well, in our fatiha as well, we always you know ask Allah to guide us to a straight path, right? Because uh, at the end of the day, he is actually he's actually the one to to give guidance, and he can also be the one to take guidance away. Um, so yeah, why is this one of your favorite dua actually? I think it, it always makes a dua more special to me when I know the context behind it. Even though sometimes we can know the meaning. But knowing when it came down and, and what the Prophet Sallallahu says about the du'a really makes me feel more about the du'a. But I recall learning this du'a in 2019, so about one year after I converted. And the reason why it's, I really liked it was because it was short. Uh, it was easy for me to learn. And then I didn't know how to read the Quran. Then I didn't know a lot of Arabic du'as. So these short du'as uh, was something that I really relied upon to increase my understanding of Islam. This du'a really means a lot to me and I learned it shortly after I came back from my Umrah in 2019 because firstly, it is, it's related to the heart and, and the heart is such a special thing when it comes to Islam, right? In our daily lives, we, we talk a lot about knowledge. We have to learn about Allah, we have to learn about Islam and blah, 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 and all. And even on Converse Central, we talk about, a lot about knowledge. But we recognize that knowledge will do nothing to a person if his heart doesn't change upon hearing the knowledge. And as you shared earlier, Abbas, that our hearts are controlled or entirely under the control of the mover of hearts. And that's why we call upon his name, Yamuk Walibal Kulub. And we, we acknowledge first that, that, and I love this part of acknowledging our weaknesses and how you know, powerless we are in, in, in his might and his power and, and his mercy. And we give it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, moon, the, the person that moves my heart. And we ask for that one thing that we ask in every of our salat. We ask for him to guide us towards his path, his religion, and strengthen our, our hearts on his religion. I liked it a lot because I was a 21-year-old kid in 2019, going to uni and having to deal with all of these distractions and losing my focus eventually over time in, in university. And I really wanted to strengthen my faith in, in Islam. So all the time I will ask Allah, you know, I, I, will, I will beseech him and, I, and with, with this dua, I will say to him, my heart will forget about you if I don't remind myself and if you allow it to forget about you. So please do not allow me to deviate from your remembrance. Strengthen my heart on your faith, even though I am bound to be distracted. So saying again and again and again made me feel it a lot and it slowly became my favorite dua. Now, after hearing Kevin's um reason behind it I think I also can apply into my own life because I never thought about it that way before I agree I think that actually you were saying about you know distractions right uh, that how you read this dua because you know there's a lot of distractions uh, you know in uni uh, especially you know converting very young you know you're at that age where there's really a lot of distractions people are going out partying and stuff like that so how do you think you can avoid these distractions or maybe what do you think you have done to ward off these distractions so I think something that we focus on a lot when it comes to the journey of converts is how our social circle changes over time. So as someone who just came into uni, right, and as a very outwardly looking Chinese non-Muslim, 
a lot of Chinese non-Muslim people would approach me to be their friends lah because purely because maybe we're in the same orientation group or we're in the same class and they just think that we have a very common interest. And so it, it becomes very intuitive to, to just make as many friends as I, I could in university, right? But part of this, dua, part of guidance of Allah is also the guidance of those he brings close to you and those whom he allows your heart to be influenced by. And when I make this dua, I, I realize that how I avoid making like mistakes that I would regret is that when Allah surrounds me with people that would remind me of him, even in the worst of places, not saying that university is the worst of place, but in, in SMU, definitely being a Muslim there has its challenges, right? And even in an environment like this, I managed to find good people. And when I say I managed to, I mean Allah brings good people to me. And Allah will say in the Quran, He mentioned a lot of times, He would say, do something so that we can complete our favor upon you. He says that in the Quran a few times. We make dua like this to Allah. We, we beseech Him with His names and we acknowledge our weaknesses so that He can complete His favor upon us and, and so that it's easy for Him. There's, there's no difficulty for Him to bring good people to, to us if He wants to. But when we are, make, when we are making the dua already, it's like, it's, like, what, what? it's like there's nothing in between us and the goodness that He wants to uh, prescribe to us. So yeah, it's social circle and, and knowing really you know, how your life works under the guise of Allah and, and, and submitting it to Him. Alhamdulillah. So you were saying that, you know, you say that Allah will complete your favor upon you, right? What, what, what does that mean, actually? I, I think there's what? a ayat in maybe the chapter 2 of the Quran where Allah also mentions this about fasting. So fast so that we may complete our favor upon you. Mm. So there are, there are benefits of, of fasting. And of course, for different types of like ibadah or making dua, there are certain benefits. And Allah wants to give it to us. But there are also certain prerequisites for us to, to do so that we, we attain this goodness. Like, for example... Uh, when it comes to like when it comes to Nabi Musa and, and Allah would split the seas for him, he first was instructed to strike the sea with his, with his staff. And, and that was a prerequisite. So when you contextualize it into our, our, our situation, we fast so that we can get the rewards of fasting so that these favors can be bestowed upon us. To me, it seems like when I make this dua, it's like there's nothing between me and the goodness that the guidance of Allah will bring. It's just a matter of time where it will, it will come to me eventually, inshallah. Yeah, Kevin, I also got a question right now. I think, you know, as many of our guests uh, in our podcast also, a huge factor that has um, directed them away from faith sometimes or could be a really huge factor to them could be their family members. And you yourself is a convert, right? So this, how does this dua, you know, help you? you know, because were there any challenges with your family when you were converting? And yeah, How did this dua help you? I think actually because I actually learned this dua in the context of my breakup. For those who have heard my convert story before, you know that my convert story centers around a breakup. Uh, sounds like a love drama story, right? But inshallah, maybe we can feature it on Convert Central someday. So I, I was actually taught that dua by the ustaz that I went to Umrah with. And he knew of my story. So he said, okay, you learn this dua. And I learned it. And that was actually in the situation where my faith was always wavering. And I was really, I needed the kind of strength in, in my deen. And... When you, when you apply that to, you know, relationships, you can also apply the same thing to kinship. Sometimes you're challenged by your family members, whether they intentionally do so or, or not. You know, maybe it just might be the lack of knowledge about your practices. And then you also know that it's never well if you're going to come on headstrong into a situation. So this dua really reminds me that, okay, you know what? Life is going to get us down in terms of my family members, in terms of places in our lives. So we ask Allah to strengthen our hearts upon His deen. And that's the most important thing, you know. That's, that's the most important thing that 
that we should ask for when when we are challenged, because we can we we might be perceiving ourselves as as losing in a situation, but are we really losing if that brings us closer to Allah? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I never really actually thought about it that strengthening our hearts also actually means putting you know people in our lives that would actually help to strengthen our heart as well and strengthen our faith. And uh, Alhamdulillah, actually, I'm very blessed actually. Not maybe the listeners here probably know that uh, I knew but um, given actually from one of the classes in Dawood. Uh, and I remember talking to him about Convert Central and one was one reason why he wanted to have Convert Central was that he wanted to have a community uh, of converts, you know, sharing their their challenges, sharing their, you know, their struggles and, you know, actually finding strength with each other. And I, I think what, what you said is really, really amazing. And I think that a lot of, for a lot of converts, um, you know, when, when they just take the first step, you know, and then suddenly they see, oh, you know, all the friends leaving them, you know, and then they have like, you know, issues with their families and stuff like that. But I think, take it from Brother Kevin, you know, I, I see him now, I think all the listeners who, whoever who have actually been here uh, would know that he's really very friendly, you know, uh, and he's like, uh, everyone knows him at Dabakam as well. <laughs> so, you really, uh, you know, when when you're sincere, inshallah, Allah will surround you with like-minded people. Uh, and yeah. Okay, Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much again, uh, Brother Given, for, for actually sharing all of that. Um, so, you know, now coming towards the end of Ramadan, what, what do you look forward to? One thing that I definitely will look forward to after Ramadan is actually, um, in, in Ramadan, we've, we've been also struggling with finals up, up to actually the end of last week. So that left very little time for us to enjoy poker with our friends and all. So definitely when Ramadan ends, we have a bit more time to, you know, visit our friends and their families. So I look forward to seeing the family of my friends again. And another shameless plug, uh, as for our time, uh, yeah, currently listening to a Convert Central commercial on Convert Central, uh, is I'm actually looking very forward to uh, our event on the day of Hari Raya itself, the 13th of May. It's going to be on the day of Hari Raya itself because what we had in mind is that we wanted to actually be there on a day where it mattered to the converts. So because my first few experiences with Hari Raya was that on the day itself, everyone would come for Salat and everyone has a place to be after that. They will go somewhere and they have a place to be, right? But we converts, we don't have a place to be after, right? And maybe a short meal, a lunch, and then we, we disperse. So we want there to be a place to be for all converts. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Okay, so we will also put the link uh, on our Instagram page. Uh, inshallah, there will still be slots available for everyone. Um, so yeah, I think definitely we're all going to be feel, feeling really sad that uh, Ramadan is coming to an end really. Uh, and, you know, it's, it really does pass by very fast. Every year, we, we usually do say the same thing. Right? Every year, we, at the end of Ramadan, we'll be like thinking, oh, it's, it's over, right? 30 days is over. So yeah, but inshallah, we will see Ramadan again. Uh, so with that, uh, let's all end with Tasbih Kafawa and Suatun As. Subhanakum wa humma wa bihamdika shadu alla ilaha ila anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Wallahu sinna insana la fius illa lazina amanu wa min salihati wa tawasubil haqqi wa tawasubil sabq. Alright, so thank you again and see you all next week inshallah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.